Well, you're ready to learn what a guitar is? I, I am ready to learn a guitar is. All right. Learn a guitar. Yeah, learn <laughs> a guitar. There's only the one. <laughs> but I'm also ready to learn what a guitar is. Yeah. All right. Welcome to episode two of A Bridge to Music. Uh, don't fret. Don't fret. Uh, I'm David. I'm Eric. Uh, and here, today, we're going to be talking about what exactly is a guitar. What it is. Yeah. So, uh, the last episode, we talked about deciding, you know, like choosing what instrument you want to, uh, you know, pick up and play and sort of start to, to build this hobby with. Uh, and we're moving forward with guitar for season one is how we're, how we're imagining it. Um, yeah. So we have a guitar. It's really out of tune. (laughs) Yes. Exceptionally. (laughs) Really out of tune. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, let's talk about just sort of the general makeup of what a guitar is. Um, and kind of get into how the different parts of a guitar, uh, kind of affect the sound, affect how you play it. Um, and just kind of make the instrument what it is. Yeah. So, uh, I, I have a lot of questions about this yeah. because there's, there's a lot of things on a guitar and I know about two of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, and just to, just to preface, uh, because this is mostly, uh, an audio experience for this podcast, uh, we're going to be describing the guitar from the bottom up. I'm looking at one sitting in a, in a stand, uh, vertically. Uh, so just to kind of give you guys a, a point of reference on that, um, we are intending to have some helpful diagrams or some images uh, in the show notes to kind of help explain this visually. But I think, I think we can, we can do a pretty good job uh, with our mouths. <laughs> is that, is that a weird way to put that? That, <laughs> that, that wasn't a normal way to put it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but first of all, Dave, Eric, what, what are you like confident? Like I know what that is on a guitar. All right. Well, so starting from the bottom, I know that the body, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where the hole is, <laughs> where the hole is, yeah, uh, that that's well called the body, uh, and then there is the neck, mm-hmm. where the strings run along, uh, and then there is the thing at the top, which is the the headstock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then there is the thing that you taught me in episode one, which are the the bars that go across the neck, and those are frets. Correct. And we have. Uh, that is the sum total of my knowledge. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is a pretty good overview. Um, yeah. So it, we, I guess we, th- someone decided to use kind of like body, you know, human, like sort of human body uh, analogs to describe uh, a guitar. So yeah, you, the, the general three things are the body, the neck and the headstock. I um, honestly hadn't clocked the whole like <laughs> analogy to, to the human body. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's a body. It's an, it, it kind of looks like that. Um, so yeah, just to get in. So we're, we're going to more specifically talk about acoustic guitars, but I'll, I'll touch on, on electric stuff as well. Um, yeah. So starting from the bottom, we have the body, uh, that on an acoustic guitar and electric is, is really where the bulk of the sound comes from. Uh, so it's kind of, it's the resonant body of the guitar. Um, so actually I hadn't thought about this similarly to your own human body. When you speak your chest, the body of your body (laughs) is the resonant body. I'm using this word a lot, 
um, is the resonant part of your body that kind of allows your voice to project and have uh, kind of a deeper, richer sound. If you didn't have your chest resonating in your body, your voice would be mostly like a nasally kind of thing. You know, you wouldn't have like a, a depth to it. And so kind of in a similar way, the body of a guitar allows it to really generate these lower fundamental tones that make it, you know, musically important. Like it, it can, f it can fill a major role, uh, in a, in a, in arrangement because of that. Um, a couple details on the body to be aware of. So the strings, um, the strings end at what is called the bridge. So on an, on an acoustic guitar, it's going to be generally a piece of wood, uh, that has kind of a white, bar on it, uh, that the strings are going into the bridge is where the string resonant, the, the vibration of the string transfers to the body. So on an electric guitar, it's typically not going to be wood. It's going to be a metal piece. Um, and with an, with an acoustic guitar, the bridge is something you don't really have to think about that much, mostly because you can't do any adjustments to it. Um, but if you are looking at maybe a used guitar or you're trying to like uh, restore an old vintage guitar. Uh, usually the bridge is where like some damage has been done because it's kind of where a lot of the string tension is. The guitar that I have here in front of me, it's an older guitar. It has a crack on the body, uh, that goes up from the bottom to the bridge. So there's actually like the string tension has caused damage to this guitar, but it still sounds good. So whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with an electric guitar, you can, you can actually adjust, uh, the position of the bridge, which allows you to adjust some subtle tuning aspects, but that's, that's not super important right now. Um, up from the bridge would be the sound hole, pretty straightforward, but that's where the sound escapes. <laughs> is, is it actually, is that the, the technical term is sound hole? Sound hole. Yeah. All right. Yep. I know. Okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty creative, right? <laughs> right. It's where the, the hole where the sound comes out. So let's call it a sound hole. Um, I mean, I, I appreciate that. Like bridge makes less sense to me than sound hole. Correct. Yeah. I, I don't know why it's called a bridge. I guess. Yeah, no, I, I can't think of actually any reason. Um, on this guitar in front of me, there's also a pick guard uh, just to the, the right of the sound hole. Um, that's just sort of more of an aesthetic thing. Keeps your picks from scraping the body and scratching it up. Um, then we have the neck, which is going to be comprised of the frets, uh, which are the metal bars the fretboard, which is just the overall piece of wood. Um, and then you have typically some dots on the fretboard. Those are, um, I think they're just called fret markings, but that, uh, it just kind of, as, as, as we get to learn how to play the guitar, those will be helpful guides to know where just really visually quickly to know, Oh, the first, the first fret marker is the third fret the second fret markers, the fifth fret, et cetera. Like you just, and there's the double fret marker on the 12th fret typically. Um, is that counting from the, the top of the neck or the, the bottom? You, right. Yeah. So that's going from top to bottom. Sorry. Um, so the, the double marker on the 12th fret is important because that's an octave. So if I, here, let me grab this guitar. If, uh, if I play an open string, that's, that note. If I play this 12th fret, that's an octave. So it's, it's the same note in, in musical terms. Dun, 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 dun. It's just 12 tones 
higher. It's 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 an octave. It's an important thing that that we'll use later on, I guess, <laughs> um, because none of these. None of those are the same note, except for, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fret marking, fret, or fret marking's important, uh, mostly for, for learning. And I, I couldn't quite see on, on your guitar when you picked it up, but uh, on the, the model that I have, the, uh, the Taylor, mm-hmm. it's also on the side of the neck. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's more so that you can see... Uh, you know, if you're not able to really see the fretboard itself, you can still have those markings. Um, yeah, super useful, uh, particularly like if it's darker, you know, like if I was on, like on stage, I would sometimes move my guitar into the light so that I could see like what my fret markings were. So I could know where I'm actually supposed to be playing. Oh. Uh, so, um, yeah, so we have the neck here, uh, behind all that stuff is just the actual piece of wood that is the neck of the guitar. Uh, and then you have sort of the opposite of the bridge is going to be at the top of the neck where the strings are all, um, kind of being lined up to be sort of, you know, vertically or horizontally lined up against the guitar. Uh, that's called the nut. Not exactly sure why it's called a nut. (laughs) It's not a nut. (laughs) Like it's not an almond. I don't know. I mean, sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah. So you got the bridge and you got the nut. And those are basically the things maintaining the string tension and uh, what's called the string action. String action is how far away or close the strings are to the the neck of the guitar. So, again, with an acoustic, you're kind of you kind of get what you get. Uh, there's not a lot of adjustment involved, um, although you can do like aftermarket bridges or nuts if say something about the guitar it, the strings are too close to the to the to the neck. And so every time you play certain notes, you get a lot of buzzing or certain things like that. You may need a nut that raises the, the strings a little more off the neck. Um, for beginning, you know, for, for, for where we're at, not super important, but again, just kind of running through the, the actual make of the guitar. Uh, but then above the ne- above the nut is now the headstock. Um, fairly straightforward. The main thing here is the tuning heads. Um, these, I think they can be uh, referred to as as uh, machine heads in some in some uh, circles. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I I feel like that's the first term that I heard. Um, tuning pegs is another one. Um, I feel like if you look at the, I have a bass guitar right next to this. Those look more like pegs to me. They're bigger. Uh, the knobs uh, make more sense for a guitar. Um, but those are all pretty interchangeable terms. So it's, you know, whatever makes the most sense to you, uh, whatever sort of visually connects, uh, you know, the, what the thing is into your mind, it can be a peg, it can be a knob, it can be a machine head, whatever the hell that means. Um, and yeah, I mean that, that basically summarizes the, the body of a guitar. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Tuning pegs. Uh, so this is what adjusts the the tension for the actual sound that each string makes. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and, and you don't want to over tense it because it will snap. Yeah, you can you can break your strings uh, if you if you try to tune it too high. Uh, luckily, like where if you're tuning to E standard, that is the standard tuning for a guitar. Um, that's what we'll you know be tuning up to most of the time. Uh, 
you shouldn't really run into that issue. Um, although if you are a beginner, you may be, so I actually, this kind of ties into the octave thing. Um, so before when I was playing that 12th fret, if I played the open string and the 12th fret, those would show up as the same note on a tuner. Um, so that, that actually is a good, you know, so if, so if I played the open string and it was an open E and then I played the 12th fret and it was also an E, how do you know which one to tune to? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm trying to think of the, the, the right answer. <laughs> uh, certain tuners will say E one, which kind of means like low. And then E two would be one octave above E one. Does that uh, make sense? Yes. Yeah. So, um, so a lot of tuners and we'll see if this tuner, uh, that we have, uh, to use today does this, <laughs> uh, but hopefully, you know, if it says E one, then we know with confidence we are tuning to the low E that's what we need. And then the highest string on the guitar is also going to be an E and that should be E two, I believe. Um, there's a little tuners can kind of decide how they want to do that stuff. <laughs> so, right. But it, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, do you have any other questions? Anything that's confusing about, about what's going on with the guitar right here? Uh, not any questions at the moment, but I, I do remember a conversation that we had when we were kind of planning this podcast where I was like, ah, it'll be great. You know, and we could, we could do an episode where like I string the guitar so I could just take the strings off. And you're like, don't do that. Don't take off the strings. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, because I can't remember exactly what you had told me, but basically yeah. that it's a bad idea to leave a guitar unstrung. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's a, that is a good point. Um, t- uh, guitars are meant to, they're, they're built to have string, that string tension there all the time. Uh, so the wood will warp. It'll get kind of, as I was talking about, like before with the, with the, the nut or the bridge, if, you leave a guitar uh, in storage or even just for a couple of weeks, maybe without strings, the neck will start to warp or kind of bend or twist. Um, and then if you restring that guitar, that wood has to sort of warp back to where it needs to be. Um, but the strings, string tension typically can't actually make that happen. So you're going to then have to get the neck adjusted or maybe get a new nut that raises the strings up higher, but then that's going to make it harder to actually push the strings down because you have more distance to make like, or more distance uh, to get to down to the fretboard. Uh, so it's going to be harder to play the guitar. Um, you know, so just, yeah, in general, like this guitar I have, these strings are very old. Uh, this is like a pawn shop guitar or like a, you know, just a used, a used, uh, a used guitar that I got from my, my dad. Um, these strings are very old, uh, but I'm leaving them on. Like that, that was definitely an intention of, I have these old strings. That would be a good chance for both of us to work through the string changing process. Um, but I'm not going to just like take them off and be like, Oh cool. You know, when, when we're ready to change strings, that guitar is ready for it. Right. So yeah, that, that's a good point. When we get into changing strings, but I'll just throw this quick tidbit out there. Uh, I always, I leave all the strings on and just take one off and put the, and replace that one with a new one. Take the next one off, replace that one with a new one. Gotcha. So, so that I mean, one at a time so that you're, you're keeping that kind of tension up. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That, that's a good pro tip. I'll need, I'll need to file that away. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, this, this is not maybe the most, uh, enthralling topic (laughs) it's here's a guitar what is it what is it um 
but I think that that, you know, pretty much summarizes uh, anything that I think is important about a guitar. Um, and I think the next thing is, is that we need these really out of tune guitars to be in tune. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to step away from the mic for a second and I'm going to grab our tuner. Yeah. Yeah. So while Dave's doing that, he is hooking up his tuner that he got. This is a tuner that, um, attaches to the headstock, um, and reads the vibrations running through the guitar to tell you what note uh, is actually being played. Uh, so uh, it's basically a clamp that mm -hmm. has a uh, little circular dial on it uh, with an LED readout. So uh, Eric, right here, just kind of at the top of the headstock? Yep. Like that? And yeah, I and you can just bend it so that you can see it. Nice. Okay. Uh, I, I have not used this thing before, and I literally just pulled out the battery <laughs> uh, plastic. So uh, we'll see if this actually works. Okay, well, it seems to be on. I'm just going to... Cool. Well, that played D in yellow. Yeah. Okay. So I guess yeah. it's a little bit over. Yeah, so you want it to get into the... So the yellow on this tuner means it's sharp, I guess. So mm -hmm. you're above the D. Uh, and then the red on this tuner means you're below, so that means you would be flat. So you're looking to get into the green... Um, so just for the benefit of those listening, um, the way this dial works is like I said, it's kind of like a disc. Uh, and if you think of like a speedometer, yeah, exactly. It's like, like a speedometer. Uh, and basically the, it's got a red readout, a green readout and a yellow readout. And you kind of want to hit straight up and down. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so you're at a D, um, and you want to get to an E. Okay. So if you think, so musical notes are just alphabet you know, it's, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's it. Um, there are sharps and flats, which is so E sharp, which is sort of basically E. It's halfway between E and G. Um, so if we're at a D and we want to get to an E, that's going to be one step up. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. So Yes, it does. I, I, I do know a little bit of my <laughs> alphabet. So there's the alphabet, you know. But just, you know, just to kind of be as... Uh, sort of music for, for dummies as possible. <laughs> right. And, and also just, again, for the benefit of, of those listening, um, I'm starting with the string at the, the top closest to me. Yeah, this is the lowest string. Yeah. So we want this to be an E. Um, so I'm going to let you just try to get, get there. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> okay, so that's where we're at. Uh, and so does that sound lower or higher to you? That, that sounded higher. And you can keep playing it as you're... So that's going up. Okay. So, so is that... Want to go lower? Uh, so if we're, going, if we're going from D to E, that's going to be up. Oh, all right. So A, B, C, D, E. I guess I don't know my uh, ABCs <laughs> very well. But I do know my one, Well, two, I'm putting threes. you on the spot. <laughs> but it is, you know, it's... All right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sounding correct. That's yeah, it's, it says D sharp now. Yep. So that's halfway between D and E. Okay, now it says E, but it's in the, the low red. Yep. So get that into that green. Oh, a little bit too high. This is this is nifty, Eric. <laughs> so there is there so you, okay, so that's 
let's let's pause real quick. Sure. Um, so one pro tip I have, I'm going to steal this tuner off your guitar. Yep. Um, so when Dave was tuning there, he got a little above the E. So let me kind of get into that same place. So I'm a, I'm a flat E right now. All right. So now I'm, I'm in kind of an E sharp. Um, so there's, there's kind of this, this rule of thumb. If you're tuning, you, you want to tune your string flat of the note you're going to and wind up to it rather than going sharp of the note. So going higher than the note you want and winding down to it. It's basically a mechanical thing with the actual tuning knobs. Gotcha. Um, so, so if you, you want to get like a little bit right, like not passing over the, the, the green mark, and then you kind of want to slowly like touch up until you. Yeah. Cause if you it. go, if you go past the green mark and so we're using this tuner as reference, uh, you want to then go all the way back down below green and tune up to green. Uh, and it's basically it, your guitar is more likely to stay in tune that way. If you, it's sort of hard to describe, I guess. Uh, but it, you know, so if, if you're, if you're too, if your string tension is too high and you need to go low, just dropping it down to where you need sort of leaves the string and the tuner knob in a place where it wants to continue to go down. Right. Uh, so you basically, you want to tune it until it is uh, at the tension without having to go any looser. Yes. So let me, let me see if I can get this. So, so yeah, I was, I was at about an F here, F sharp. I'm, I'm like high. I want to go down to E, but I'm not just going to tune to E green. I'm going to go below E and then tune up to E to hit the green. And that just, that makes sure that the tuning knobs are in a position where they're kind of, they're moving into more tension instead of moving to less tension. And that will keep them kind of locked in tune. Sort of a, sort of a pro tip here, but. So tune up, not down. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm a flat E and I'm just going to slowly tune it up to green. And I went a little sharp. So I'm going to tune it down a little bit below green again. And then now I'm at green. That's basically perfect there. Um, I always, depending on, depending on what kind of music you're playing, if you're playing your guitar hard, it may be beneficial to just tune it like just a hair sharp. So just a hair above that. So if I do like one bar of yellow, come on, there we go. Yeah, there we go. That means you can kind of play this guitar for a while and it's going to stay in tune. And even if it falls a little out of tune, it's still basically in tune. Ah, uh, gotcha. I was actually, I was about to ask what the, what the benefit of that would be. Yeah. It's, it just, you know, it, it depends. Like if you're recording, you want that to be locked on to the right tuning. So anyway, so you, I believe you left off above an E. Uh, yeah, it's, it looks like it's a, it's a little bit above, uh, Oh. Above, but we can. But that's below, actually. Yeah. The, the red means it's it's below the E. Right. So yeah, you can just ease it on up to to the green. All right. Cool. We are at E. So, uh, just to also state, I guess, E standard tuning. 
from lowest string to highest string. Oh my God, let's see if I can do this off the top of my head right now. It's E, A, D, G, B, E. That's right. Okay. I had to write it down <laughs> while I say it. Uh, so the next string is going to be an A. So just right. see where you're at. Uh, it'll be a high G. High G. So we want to go... Uh, well, okay. Because a G, the a, one up from a G is going to be an A because it cycles back, right? right? G is the end of the of the the alphabet essentially. Um, so you may want to actually go down to the A, or sorry, I mean sorry, <laughs> I, meant, I meant the other way, up to the A. So Got let's it. try that. Okay, into a G sharp. need to make sure that I'm actually strumming the right one. Okay, so we're at an A. Cool. And just you can just get that into that green and just very slowly kind of tune it up. And for All next right. for future episodes we will have a mic on the guitar. I just felt for tuning we probably didn't need like <laughs> yeah, and nobody needs to hear it just like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Oh, we're getting enough in the background. All right, so so you got you got an A. Let's go to the next string. This will be the third string. Let's go for a D. Ooh, actually, so that one sounds the same as the A almost. Sorry, that was actually the A again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this is right. good. This is good practice. So that would be a very high C. Okay, so so it'd be A B C D. So we we'll just go up to D. So this the, sounds like the guitar is kind of down, like it's flat overall. I'm hitting, I'm hitting too many. <laughs> okay, so C sharp. Okay, now we're now we're in low D's. Mm-hmm. Oop, I think I think that was it. That sounds just sounds good. pretty close to me. Tad under. Nope, that would be a different string again. <laughs> That's that's holding consistently in the the green marker. So okay. It's occasionally popping a little bit to the left, into the red, but I think it's that's, mostly there. That's fine. Yeah, it. You know, for again for recording, you kind of want it to be really perfect. But if right. it's if it's sort of flickering into the sharp or flickering into the flat, it's going to be fine for playing. Um, so the next string, the fourth, v. is going to be a e? G, a G, G? Oh, a G. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've we've done the first three strings. So on my headstock, that's the first three tuning knobs uh, kind of facing up from yeah. where I've got it. So now it's going to be the bottom mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the one you're, you're holding now is the highest string. Oh. So you want to start on the... Oh, uh, okay. So you're basically going in like a, a half circle around the headstock. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, for, for the tuning pegs, the one closest to you facing up is going to be the string closest to you. And then you basically progress... Uh, away from you and then over the top of the headstock and then basically do like a U. Yeah, uh, and then so then for the higher strings you're you're tuning from the, the knob furthest from you and then moving towards you to get to the higher strings. Yeah. Right. So you said this was uh, this a, G. a G. Okay, we're at F sharp. Yep, so just go up to up to G. And also some like so these strings sound like they're a little less out of tune. Lower lower strings or just heavier gauge strings do tend to fall out of tune easier. Just you know. Just Why is thing. that? 
Um, I think because there's just a little more mass to the string, the mechanics of the tuning knob have a harder time kind of keeping it locked in place. Gotcha. Whereas these strings are a lot thinner, uh, so the... Went too far. Yeah, so the knob doesn't have to do as much work. Gotcha. Okay. So that's that's a lot of... Like, when I when I pick up a guitar and just want to play something really quick, I'll just maybe tune the, t- the lowest three strings real quick. And then I'm like, yeah, the rest is probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm de- I'm definitely not there quite yet. I'm still trying to figure out like which how much direction? action. Well, yeah. it, which direction, and also how much action I need to give the the knob itself. Yep. Okay, I got. I went over again. Just gotta bring it back down. Yeah. Riveting entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to, you know, like th- this is this is what it looks like. Like there, there's kind of this. I'll, I'll just sort of talk over over you if that's fine. Absolutely, it's, uh, it's going to take me yeah. a little bit to dial in this G because I'm yeah. going like one or two marks over pretty much every time. Yeah, there's 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 kind of this. You know, we we glamorize or glorify music so much in our in our pop culture that you know, kind of it sort of removes it from like the folk foundation. And and by folk, I mean just people. You know, it's 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 music is just how people tell stories, pass down traditions, celebrate. Uh, things with each other um, and by like c- celebritizing everything you know kind of removes like yeah it's just like to get started you just gotta like sit here and twist some knobs and <laughs> make some weird sounds until until you get it figured out yeah I'm, I'm getting there I don't know why the G is giving me uh, so much issue one thing okay. to try, try, um, are you at the G there? I think I'm now at the G. Okay, cool. Let's, let's move on then. Uh, so the next is going to be the B. Be a low A, kind of keeping in tune or out of tune with uh, them being just kind yeah, of like so under. They're all relative. They're out of tune in the same relative amount. Okay, to A sharp. So yeah, tune that down. Oh, A sharp. I'm sorry. Yeah, B. <laughs> See, even I forget the alphabet sometimes. <laughs> okay, so we're at B. And up a little bit. Getting there. And went too far again. Man, this is... Uh, yeah. Is there some, some difference with the the uh, other three strings that oh. they're just like a little bit harder to tune? Or am uh, I just, just now suffering from a little bit of anxiety? There, no, there was something that when you were tuning that G and you were having an issue sort of getting it to move sometimes the nut um so i mean this is good that we talk about the (laughs) the anatomy of the guitar uh there's this another pro tip is when you're changing strings is to take like a pencil with some graphite and put that graphite in the grooves of the nut so that that creates a little it's kind of like a lubrication for the strings Oh yeah, because they can sometimes get caught on the nut, and so you may need to kind of yank on the string to get it to get it loose. So if you're like really having a hard time getting the string to change, it may be stuck, and you can just sort of pull on the string just away from the the body of the guitar. Okay, I think that's a pretty consistent B. Cool. And then last string is going to be the E, about a high E above above the first one. So that's at a high D. Sounds like that string is buzzing a little bit on the neck. Sounds like a uh, sitar. A little <laughs> bit. 
but uh, but that's that could be a string tension thing, you know, that the guitar was sitting out of tune for a little while, and yeah. not that it, nothing to worry about, but. Um, You can hear yeah. the you can hear all the other strings resonating a little bit, yeah. So you may need to mute those strings sort of with kind of the palm of your of your hand so that you can just hear the one string. Okay. I think according to the tuner we are now at an E. Cool. And it doesn't sound like a sitar anymore. True. Cool. All right. I'm going to tune my guitar. Watches. <laughs> or listen as Eric uh, does this in record time by comparison. <laughs> Was it still on? I swear I'm not trying to do this really fast. No, it's You notice right. how I always, I always drop tune it, right? So that's go. the D, so now I'm on the G. So I always, even though I'm close to it, I always instinctually drop tune it so that I'm winding up into the note. Gotcha. Yep, way too sharp. So that one feels like it's sticking to me, so I'm just going to yank on the, the string a little bit. Just going to, like, if I let it go, it slaps against the guitar. Actually, that's in tune. <laughs> right there you go you just slap the string into tune <laughs> alright there you go yeah that Pretty was quick. only about a, a, a tenth of the time <laughs> cool but that's I mean that's just practice that's experience <laughs> you know um, that is tuning a guitar that is E standard uh, a couple just quick notes on like sort of alternate tunings. Um, a really popular one is drop D and that's more for if you're like uh, kind of in the sort of heavier hard rock rage against the machines, that type stuff. I know I reference them a lot. Um, the a drop D is the same tuning except the low E string is a D instead. And that just allows you to do something kind of fun. Um, I'm going to tune this by ear real quick. So now I'm in drop E, or drop D, I'm sorry. Um, it just allows you to do this bar chord thing. See how I'm just like holding down some strings? Yeah. And it sounds kind of cool. If I go back up to E standard, I, if I do the same thing, it doesn't sound cool. Yeah. I have to do this anyway just just an idea like just to throw the concept of alternate tunings out there there are different ways you can tune the guitar to get different sort of sounds uh that are good for different styles uh if you're in in kind of more of a kind of folkier or country um style of music tuning the whole guitar to be a chord is really common so you may do like uh you know c minor like a c minor tuning or something and that's basically tuning every string to just be a chord already. So you can just kind of strum that open and then just throw in some, you know, little changes. But um, 
So, so just, just to sort of state that like tuning is not just this, it's not just E standard. You can, you could sit here and just tune the guitar by ear to whatever you want. And if it sounds good to you, maybe you can make a song that way. You know, it's like there is, you can kind of break out of these, um, sort of hard rules. Um, but generally for the purposes of learning, it's obviously good to kind of stay within the confines of, of kind of the established, you know, like musical, uh, vocabulary, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that makes uh, perfect sense to me. Uh, and for those keeping score at home, Eric not only tuned his guitar faster than me with the electric one, then just decided to start free tuning it. Yeah. Just, just to flex. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's like, you know, with some time and with some practice, you can, you know, you'll start to just hear these things. You know, when you were tuning, I was like, oh, that starts, that's sounding right to me. Like I'm, I'm right. starting to hear it in tune. It was, it was actually kind of nice having like the reassurance of, you know, the you acting as like a secondary tuner. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> the human tuner. Right. <laughs> uh, and for everyone listening, you will remember not too long ago, I had strummed the guitar before tuning it and it sounded absolutely awful. Uh, so now that actually sounds like a regular like guitar. It does. Because uh, even me with my minimal experience strumming it before it was in tune was like, that doesn't sound good. Yep. And now you can just sort of strum some, just strum it without doing anything, and it sounds relatively normal. <laughs> it sounds right. like a guitar. So with bated breath, you probably want to hear us play something, and that's coming in episode three. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. <laughs>